If you want to know what is really happening in the world today, you need to read the Parsha HaShavua, the weekly Torah reading. Join Rabbi Mendel Lipska for the next hour as he delves and enumerates the themes running through the weekly Torah Parsha, only on 101.9 High FM. And a wonderful air of Shabbos to all of you. Great to be with you again to talk about the Parsha, to talk about what makes this Shabbos a special Shabbos, a special Shabbos indeed. After all, it's one of those Shabbatot that has a unique name, Shabbat HaGadol, the Great Shabbos, and we're going to explore why, in fact, it's called Shabbat HaGadol, the Great Shabbos. What makes this Shabbos the Great Shabbos? We have so many Shabbatot throughout the year, 52, 53, and this one is known as Shabbat HaGadol, the Great Shabbos. It's also Parshat Metzorah, the second of the two Parshas that normally come together, Tazria and Metzorah this year, because of the calendar structure. They are separated individual Parshiyot. We have to understand what is Parsha Metzorah all about and why, in fact, this year it comes together with Shabbat Hagadol, the Great Shabbos, and Parshat Metzorah. Shabbat Hagadol, of course, is the Shabbos before Pesach. And Pesach is next Friday, we're going to be preparing ourselves to sit down at the Seder on Friday night. And what a special occasion that will be. Pesach, after all, the season of our liberation, the festival of our liberation, the time that we celebrate Yitziat Mitzrayim, the time that we celebrate the great moment when as a people we left Egypt. Proud moment, a miraculous moment, a moment when all the Jews left with a tremendous sense of absolute certainty that we would never return to a world and life of slavery. We walked out with dignity, with pride, with strength, with a sense of clarity. We were marching to Sinai. We were going to receive the Torah to once and for all become committed to God through his revelation and by observing his commandments. Yitziat Mitzrayim, what an incredible story is. And this is why tomorrow, Shabbat HaGadol, after Mincha. The custom is that we read a portion of the Haggadah. We read a portion of the Haggadah that we talk about and we read and discuss at the Seder table. And how does it begin? Avadim Hayina, we were slaves unto Pharaoh in Egypt. We tell the story again and again and again. And as I've told you so many times, it's important to remember what happened in the past. We don't forget the past. We don't for a moment overlook the fact that we have a long, involved, and great history. And it's important for us to understand that history and to realize it's that history that makes us who we are. That history is the story of our lives. You know, we sit around the Seder table. The four sons, the four children ask their questions. And how does the father, how does the parent respond? Avadim Hayinu, the power of Mitzrayim. And the children wonder, what's that really all about? We are asking you relevant questions about today, about living in the modern world. And living in a world of 2022 with all its challenges, with all its difficulties, with all its tremendous advantages, technological, scientific and yet, what is the answer of Adim Hayinu Leparu Mitzrayim? We were slaves unto Pharaoh in Egypt. What kind of answer is that? We're talking about current situations. We're talking about modern questions. We are talking about life today in this world. 
Why does the parent respond by saying, Avadim Hayinu? Why do we talk about this ancient story that happened in the far distant past? And this is why on Shabbat Haggadol tomorrow, tomorrow after Mincha, we take out the Haggadah and we recite that portion of the Haggadah in preparation of Pesach. Because it's that story, which is not only retelling that which took place in the past, but by understanding what that story was all about, we are able to answer the current questions of today. We don't answer the questions of today with modern answers only. Our modern answers to be based upon the stories of the past. We are a continuum. We are part and parcel of that long historical development. We are part and parcel of that which happened thousands of years ago. And what made us into a people makes us into a people today. And we cannot simply answer questions based upon the current moment alone. In order for us to answer the question of today, we have to understand the reality of yesterday. We have to understand where we came from, how we began. And it's only then that we can honestly turn to the child, the wise, the wicked, the simple, the one who can't understand and ask. We have to tell them with authenticity and truth. We are here today, not because we were born this morning, but because we were born thousands of years ago. And we were slaves onto Pharaoh and miraculously God Almighty took us out and made us into a nation of observant Jews dedicated to his life dedicated to a life of Torah and mitzvot. And by understanding all those aspects, all those details, we begin to have a glimpse into the reality of today. Of course, life today is full of challenges, perhaps more than ever before. Social challenges, all sorts of medical challenges, all sorts of situations that perhaps didn't exist once upon a time. We don't answer the questions only based upon the reality of the moment. The reality of the moment is limited. The reality of the moment is very, very specific in order for us to have insight into the reality of the moment. We have to have the broad dimension of the reality of the ages of yesteryear. And this is why we tell the story right from the beginning because that gives us the wealth of information, that gives us the broad insight, that gives us the depth in order to understand what this moment is all about. And this is why on Shabbat HaGadol, we commemorate something which is very important. What happened on Shabbat HaGadol? On Shabbat HaGadol, the Jewish people at the time were instructed to take the lamb that they were going to use for the Korban Pesach, for the Paschal Sacrifice. And they did it with a tremendous sense of courage. The Lamb, after all, was one of the gods, one of the deities of Egypt. And when the Egyptians asked, what are you doing? He said, in four days' time, we are going to bring this as an offering to God. What happened? What happened is that the Jewish people were beginning to break the shackles of slavery. And how are they going to break the shackles of slavery? By publicly proclaiming, I am proud to behave as a Jew, even in the public domain. 
You know, very often we have this conflict within ourselves. We are prepared to behave Jewishly within the privacy of our own homes and lives. But once we step outside that boundary, we become somewhat uncomfortable, ashamed of who we are. We try to hide the fact that our identity is such. What happened at that time? What happened at that time? There was a tremendous demonstration of strength, of honesty, of courage. The Jewish people were prepared to publicly express themselves as who they were as Jews, not only within the confines of their home, behind the walls and doors of privacy, but in the public domain, the great Shabbos, more of that soon. This is the Parsha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. We're talking about Shabbos HaGadol, the great Shabbos, what makes it great, what makes it special, and how to tell the story that goes all the way back to when we were slaves in Egypt. We're talking about Shabbos HaGadol, the great Shabbos. We're talking about reading the Haggadah. We're talking about the answer the parent gives to the children when they ask the question about the Mayinu. We were slaves. And we're talking about that that's the day that the Jewish people publicly demonstrated their ability to say, we are Jews and we will identify as such, not only behind closed doors, behind the walls of our homes, but in the public area as well. This is who we are. Throughout history, we've had so many times, so many moments, when because of tyranny, because of governments, we had to hide the fact that we were Jewish. You take the Moranos in Spain, they had to go underground. They had to live their Jewish lives in basements. Publicly, they had to behave as Christians, as Catholics. You take the time during, well, more recently, in communist Russia, the Jews couldn't by and large, behave Jewishly in the public eye. But worse than that is when we impose that type of, well, self-consciousness upon ourselves, when we are ashamed to declare through word and, more importantly, through action, that we are Jewish. For so many years, you know, people were actually ashamed to wear a kippah, a yarmulke, in the street. Thank God today it's far more popular. But not very long ago, it wasn't popular at all. To wear tzitzit. Well, to eat kosher, of course. People, well, this, that, and the other. To demonstrate publicly that one is Jewish when one is able to do so, when there is no government, when there is no authority compelling you to do otherwise, it takes courage. Yes, it does. But that in itself is a demonstration of freedom. There are two types of slavery. There is a slavery that is imposed upon us by powers greater than ourselves. And then there is a slavery that we ourselves impose upon ourselves. It's terrible when we have to live in a world where slavery is imposed upon us by others. Far worse is the slavery that is imposed upon us by ourselves. And this is why when we sit around the Seder table and the children ask the question, what do the parents say? We were slaves unto Pharaoh in Egypt. But the parent is telling the child is, ask yourself the following question. 
What is the cause of perhaps inhibition Jewishly today? Is it because there is, well, a government, a force that won't allow you to behave Jewishly? Or do we impose that inhibition upon ourselves by ourselves? That's the relevant question. And therefore, you have to have a relevant answer. Because if it's through a power greater than ourselves, that's one answer. But if it's done by ourselves to ourselves, it's a different question and a different answer altogether. And this is why it's important to understand our history, where we come from. Yes, there was a time, there was Pharaoh who enslaved us. But part of becoming free was not only breaking the shackles of slavery that were imposed upon us, but by taking the Paschal Lamb and telling the world publicly, this is what we are going to do on Pesach night, to declare through word, through example, that we are proud to be Jews and we are going to demonstrate that in the public eye. What courage it takes, yes, courage it does take, but what freedom it gives, the ability to say, this is who I am. I'm a Jew, and I'm proud of it, and I will make that declaration. Not with arrogance. Not by, well, this is who I am, but with pride, with dignity, with strength. This is who I am. To walk down the street with a keeper on your head, and you should sit at the side, and to publicly say, this is who I am. This is the beginning of freedom. This is a demonstration of leaving the mentality of slavery as opposed to the chains of slavery. Yes, of course, throughout history, we were often enslaved. We were often in situations of extreme difficulty. Miraculously, we were saved from those situations. But to leave the mentality of slavery, this is something that we have to do. This is Shabbos HaGadol, the great Shabbos. You know, the word Gadol also means coming of age. Bar Mitzvah, Bat Mitzvah. You become a Gadol. You're no longer a minor. You're no longer a child. You have become an adult. You become someone who has become Gadol. That Shabbat HaGadol tells us how the Jewish people became of age. They grew up. They were now responsible, dignified people. This is something that has to happen and does happen to each and every one of us. This is what Shabbat HaGadol actually means. Becoming of age. Growing up. Showing the world who and what we are. And we live in difficult times, no question about it. There's huge anti-Semitism throughout the world. And so many terrible things happen to the Jewish people. And at the same time, we have to demonstrate with strength, with dignity, with pride, with humility, who we are. We should not, we must not, in any way be inhibited or ashamed because what we have is precious what we have is great and what we have brings pride
Something else happened in Shabbat Haggadah. The firstborn rebelled against Pharaoh. They took up arms. They said, why don't you let the Jewish people, the Israelites, leave? Don't you see the hand of God? All these plagues for an entire year. Don't you see that God has demonstrated again and again that he's displeased with the way you behave? Pharaoh was adamant. Pharaoh was stubborn. His own people, his own firstborn, were rebelling against him. Again, Shabbat HaGadol. What does that mean? In the world we've often seen that the actual individuals who once stood against us, they themselves begin to call out and shout out that the Jewish people have every right and reason to live the way they should and the way they want to live. And we see this in the world today as well, again and again and again. How so many people, so many people in positions of great importance, people of wisdom, people of strength, respect the Jewish people. And how do they respect the Jewish people? By respecting the Jewish people who act Jewishly. Studies have been done again and again tell us that when Jews act as Jews, they are respected a lot more that when Jews hide the fact that they are Jews, when Jews are ashamed that they are Jews. This is something that we have to learn every single year at Pesach. Yes, the questions are asked. What is it all about? Why is it necessary for me to do these commands? Why is it necessary for me to sit at the Seder table? Why is it necessary for me to go through this whole rigmarole? Why is it necessary for me to observe these commandments? Why is it necessary for me to behave differently? Why can't I behave like my friends? Why can't I do that? Why can't I do the other? And you have to patiently listen to each and every single question because each and every single question is real. And each and every single child asks a question, and you have to patiently listen to each and every single question again and again and again. And if a child doesn't ask a question, you have to encourage the child to ask the question. You don't get bored with a question. You listen and you listen carefully, and you distinguish between this type of child and that type of child, because each child asks a different question based upon their own experiences and based upon their own personality, but when it comes to answer the question, you have to answer with authenticity and with honesty. And in order to answer the question with authenticity and honesty, you have to know your history. You have to know where you come from. And you have to explain with love, with devotion, with concern that once upon a time we were slaves onto Pharaoh. We began as a people in the darkest of circumstances and we became free. And how did we become free? There was a miraculous act of God who took us out of slavery. But at the same time, we ourselves contributed to that moment of freedom by demonstrating through our own behavior that we are not ashamed to be who we are. We are in fact proud to demonstrate publicly who we are. And when you explain that with honesty and with love and with devotion and with example, it's listened. 
it's her. But if you kind of tell a different story and it becomes something which is, well, unimportant, becomes something which is negligible, it becomes something which is irrelevant, then of course the question is never answered. And the underlying frustration remains. Babas Haggadah tells us, read the Haggadah today, because in a few days' time of Pesach, and you have to listen to the question, and you have to give an answer. You know, the portion of the Haggadah that we read on Shabbat Haggadah does not contain the questions. It only begins with the answer. It's preparing ourselves to give an honest answer, to learn the history as best we can from an authentic point of view, from an authentic position. This is Shabbos Haggadah. It's the great Shabbos. The great Shabbos because we became great. We became mature. We came of age and we are preparing ourselves to listen to the questions so that we can transmit that which we know with love, with devotion, with concern and with dedication. This is why it's a special Shabbos. It's a great Shabbos. It's the great Shabbos because it tells our story and it answers the questions. More of that soon. This is the Pasha HaShavua with Rabbi Mendel Lipska, only on 101.9 High FM. So we spoke about this idea of becoming free by actually having the courage to identify yourself publicly as a Jew when you can, and so you should. And this is so closely connected to the Parsha of this week, Mitzorah, which talks to us about healing and purifying the spiritually impure. This is a process of elevation, a process of discovery. A person who is in a stage of ritual impurity, and I often discussed impurity means insensitivity. You don't have the ability of appreciating spirituality. What happens? The Kohen puts you into isolation. And we in our time, we know what isolation is. You are banished from all three camps. You live outside all alone. And finally the day comes when the Kohen says, yes, this leprosy like lesions have gone and now you can go through the process of purification and you return but you return as a far better and greater person because the process of purification and return elevates you it makes you better and makes you greater and this is so closely connected to the idea of actually becoming free in the full sense of the word identifying yourself as who and what you are as a Jew. This is the process of elevation. This is the process of actually becoming someone better. You don't hide. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be concerned what others might think. You don't impose. You don't become arrogant. But there is a sense of dignity and pride which gives you strength, which gives you tremendous sense of inner worth and purpose, you walk with a far greater sense of understanding who and what you are. And therefore, when you hear those questions, you answer those questions with far greater purpose and with far greater meaning as well. And this is Shabbos Hagodol. The Shabbos, Parashim Surah, and Shabbos come together 
something that we have to understand. It's a process of elevation, a process of healing, a process of becoming better, a process of rising to a higher level. This is an important week, week running up to Pesach, and everybody is busy, finishing cleaning the house, purchasing all sorts of things, cooking, whatever people do in order to ensure that people have a Chag Kasher V'Sameach, a kosher and joyous Pesach. But don't forget there are all sorts of things that you have to do in preparation as well. One of the most important things, of course, is to sell your chametz. You can't have any chametz, any non-Pesach products in your possession. And you have to sell it. And in order to sell it, either speak to your rabbi or speak to the Beth Din or Kal Chabad House, or you can do it online, but make sure that you sell your chametz in good time before next Friday morning, because it is vital that everybody sells their chametz in good time before Pesach. And make sure that you have all your preparations, that which is necessary for the Seder. And make sure that you prepare spiritually as well for the Seder, as mentioned before, thinking about it, preparing. And this Shabbos, as I said, tomorrow afternoon, Read the Haggadah, the portion that you read on Shabbat Haggadah, and try to understand what, in fact, the answer and why we are given the opportunity of reading the answer before we hear the question so that we can prepare. Imagine having a test when you're given the answer before the question. Of course we'll pass that test. This is what Shabbat Haggadah is all about. We're given the answer tomorrow so that when we hear the question on Pesach at the Seder, we are able to answer with clarity, with knowledge, with a tremendous sense of joy and purpose. So I want to wish each and every one of you a tremendous Pesach. It should be joyous. It should be kosher to sit together with friends and family. Enjoy your Seder thoroughly and completely. When you're in shul tomorrow, listen to the Parsha, the Parsha Mitzorah. Listen to how they are purified, how they're elevated from a state of impurity to a state of holiness and purity and become better and greater people. Think about the combination of those ideas. Make it special. Listen to what it says to you. I want to tell each and every one of you that whatever, whatever you can do to become a prouder Jew, do it. Do it with a sense of joy and do it with a sense of purpose. Have a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. Good Shabbos.